0: The real deal now. Ooh. Gonna kick your sorry ass out on the street. Used <laughs> you you to think you all the street. We're back to bad and your ass is dead meat. Victory's sweet. Bring it on. Here's a receipt. What you gonna do about it? Bring it on. It's that What you got? Bring it on. What you gonna do about it? Bring it on. Gonna kick your sorry ass. What you gonna do? Hello everybody, welcome to the and Western Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and joining me today for the first time, I'm actually quite honored to have, is the host of the West Specter Podcast, Jason Mann. Jason, thanks for being on the show.
1: Oh, uh, thank you very much, Robert, for inviting me. Glad to be here.
0: Yes, and uh, we are talking today about the first ever Table, Ladders, and Chairs match. We took place at Summertime 2000. Uh, the competitors were Entertation of the Champions, the Dudley Boys, and the Hardy Boys. Uh, So, Jason, at this time, uh, where were you as a wrestling fan?
1: Well, I was still pretty big into wrestling. I kind of got – I had an initial fandom in the um, mid to late late 80s, early 90s, um, and then spent a few years dormant and then kind of came back uh, heavily in, like, 97. And I was still pretty uh, severely into it. uh, you know i remember this summer as being pretty fun um they had uh the um the triple h and kurt angle saga which was interesting kind of different from what they normally had with uh kurt and stephanie having that romantic triangle and um you know we're, we're kind of doing some exciting things with the mid card including um you know these uh this three way feud um these ladder ladder tlc matches you know we're we're kind of um Adding a little bit more depth and a little bit more excitement to the, to. Lower part of the card that didn't wasn't really there as much in '98 and '99 because they kind of you know were able to kind of have some homegrown talent. They of course also had um you know guys like uh, Jericho and Benoit and you yeah. know other WCW talent come in. So they really had a, a you know a deeper roster in 2000, 2001, and so on where um you know they could kind of do more things and it was a little bit more exciting I think than '99 um, had been.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it was, this was probably the biggest year of me watching wrestling because uh, at Twitch TV TV, uh, Channel 4 here in the UK, they started showing like the international version of Heat. And um, they showed, for like three years, they showed every Royal Rumble, every Backlash, put it loaded. I think Armageddon for like three years in a row. So it, that was an opportunity to kind of have a wide audience because in the UK, they, um, they have WWF on Sky Sports. So I, I didn't have that at the time. So my knowledge of it was pretty much just watching SmackDown, because uh, I was on. Uh, I could watch that normally. and other things like that. But in terms of 2000, I, I think it's probably probably one of the best years WWE ever ever had in terms of creativity, in terms of television, in terms of the the matches they had. Because there's so many really good memo matches in that year, starting from it from the from the very beginning at War Rumble, all the way to Kennedy.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean. Um... I mean, pretty much every major show that year um, was really strong. Actually, WrestleMania was kind of the exception of that. WrestleMania actually was kind of a, um, just kind of, I, I don't know, maybe just too crowded of a show or, or what have you, but that one was kind of disappointing. But they really hit, you know, like, pr- you know, pretty much every pay per view, um, especially for the first half into um you know uh into later in into two thousand they really um you know, top to bottom had some really strong shows it had some you know um real strong booking um the uh of course the triple h and McFoley foley feud and triple h and the rock and you know and and some really good stuff from um from top to bottom so yeah it was really um a strong year from w for w w e for, for in a lot of ways
0: yeah i don't think so um so we talk- the story going that the matches that um Ed and Hardy boys already faced each other in like ladder type matches before. Uh, they had the um, the Theory Tournament match at SummerSlam '99. Uh, sorry, no Mercy '99, which was a ladder match, and then they had the Triangle Ladder match along with the Dudley that WrestleMania 2000 was kind of in a way evolved to an unofficial team match because obviously the Dudleys are using tables and chairs are involved and stuff like that. Um, so, but, uh, during that time, End treasury came became heels, kind of like these, like, surfer, like teen idols. They used to, uh make their way through the trial, like the Shield do now, to stop doing that. They were, um, going onto the aisle. They were doing the five-second poses, which I absolutely loved. Um, so it's been, like, you know, really, like, arrogant kind of heels. Um, and then they lost the championship briefly to Too Cool, but they gave it back as King of the Wing. And so they get, um... And there's one thing that came in, which is when they started using uh, like pretty much like just completely destroying people with chairs, um, because in the past we this. You pretty much see them just like start doing the five-second pause and see them just like just destroying people with chairs. Um one thing I to ask you, especially now, because um, I know, I don't know if you're an NFL fan, but I'm a big NFL fan. I watched i will a fine fan as well, and it's all about you know uh, concussions and all that stuff. Uh, watching it at the time compared to now, these. Do you kind of cringe now, watching like especially the uh way they get all these chair shots to the head
1: uh yeah definitely it's it's kind of stunning to see just how how casually they were doing that um, yeah. uh, knowing what we know now the, the the um also one match that kind of uh, preceded this where I remember noticing that a, a whole lot was the um Hardy's and Dudley's table match at the uh, royal Rumble two thousand. Yeah which kind of brought the Dudleys into the mix of, you know, of the three of them. And um, and that one, you know, had a, also, you know, all the matches that they had pretty much had that. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's definitely it's just like, oh, wow. You know, just very casually just, you know, hitting a guy with three or four chair shots in a row. And, they're, you know, there are probably eight or nine or so of them in this match. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, looking back on it, it it's pretty shocking.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, in terms of Dudley, they started using tables as well. I remember uh, at Backlash they Power Bond—that was made under Power Bond, wasn't it?
1: Uh, that wasn't that on Raw. I don't think that was actually a Backlash. I mean, they made that at Backlash too, but I'm pretty sure they did it on Raw. Yeah, I think
0: I think, I think they did one. I remember doing a Backlash. Because I remember that. Uh, I remember they did Chris Stratus at one point as well. But well, the went to pretty much grab a woman, powerbomb them through tables.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think Mae Young's the one that everyone remembers, um, yeah. you know, the most just because, um, obviously, of her age and yeah. just the um, incredible reaction it got. Yeah, they, they, of course, it's weird because when they started doing that, then they turned into huge baby faces. Um, yeah. Funny how wrestling works sometimes. Um, and I guess sometimes our feelings on women, but uh, our men wrestling fans feeling about women. Um, I guess maybe women's wrestling fans feeling about women as well. But anyway, um, <laughs> not to stereotype too much but yeah they um that was kind of a weird thing that they uh suddenly became huge faces i mean they started out as heels you know they 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 popped in i think fall of 99 and weren't really you know they obviously had that act in ecw and it was i mean it was a strong thing in ecw but i think kind of the question was like how is it going to translate to um wwe because you know they weren't going to They certainly weren't going to be able to have like the same type of promos with just, um, you know, uh, the cursing and the, you know, pretty extreme rhetoric they would have. And, um, you know, a lot of the things that worked for the act in ECW probably weren't going to either be able to be done or work in WWE. So it was interesting to see how they um, translate, how they were able to kind of change the act and make it work. And obviously, you know, it worked very well.
0: Yeah, I mean with the Dudley, they watched they, they cursed out an ECW thing, yeah. Bubba Way doing the stutter and um, they above that properly they do it now they're like wearing like military type uniforms. I think Bubba the Wade took a chair shot at the back head, that kind of you know, i got rid of a stutter kind of thing. Um but we're we getting back to this. There's one significant one when um Electrician um had a championship match against the Dudley Boys and won. Afterwards the Hardy Boys uh joined in and attacked um down with a ladder. Um did a move where the odds oh, were both on ladders and they hit Edge with a lead drop stuck splash combo. The other boys then bomb Christian through the table. Um, and one thing I like is the war after. Um, other the primers have been doing whatever the hell they want for ages. Um, but they get a bit of their own medicine back, so they bitch about it. They're like, oh no, we're not happy, we're not happy about the treatment. Um, so they have a sit-down post, uh, protest. Uh, commissioner Foley comes in and kind of makes the match a TLC match Uh table lads, obviously table lines and chairs because he's taken all the elements from all three of them. Um, what did you think about uh, Foley being a commissioner around that time? Because he seemed to be, all the commissioners beforehand or either were asses or barely existed especially Shawn Michaels I think having Foley was a big kind of election that really made someone who can't, no They've had like really bad authority figures in terms of evil for the last few years. So having Foley, who's really popular, was probably a refreshing change.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I really, um, I enjoyed him in that role. I kind of, um, uh, I think, I think it's kind of nice to have the authority figure um, who is there for the fans and is there to make the fan the, like the matches that the fans want. That kind of makes sense at, for an authority figure to me. Like, I, yeah. I get that the since Austin McMahon that the, the storyline of the top face feuding with the authority figures just you kind of become a um a wrestling trope and it's worked very well in certain instances and, and hasn't worked very well in sometimes but I do think it kind of makes the T V sometimes pretty hard to get through when you have so much time spent on authority figures and authority figures being mean or even authority figures just like going through the process of making matches like i just kind of feel like um we see a little too much of that but yeah i thought foley um did a nice job with the role i really liked in the fall when um austin came back and then the nice guy foley had to deal with steve austin who had terrorized um vince mcmahon of course and who Foley was trying to be nice to, but just Austin resisting authority. Like, I thought that was a neat um, story. I mean, it, you know, it, it did kind of run its course eventually, but um, but for that year, it was a... Um, I, I thought it, it it added a lot to the shows.
0: Yeah. Um, so, we'll get to the match. Uh, is that well in North Carolina? Very um, because that's where the hardies are from. Um, the champions come out first, as in Christian. Um, one thing I noticed as well is that... Because uh, you so, so used to go for the crowd because um, I've I'm not, I'm not seen this since I first watched it when it first I mean, like, be 14 years now so obviously you get the you know, the music coming out you see obviously the camera swirling around to see where they come out from and thought oh did they go through the travel no they go down the aisle and still look quite pissed they have to do this match um, then the Dudleys come out and then um, the Hardys come out obviously the big cheer for them um, the thing doesn't announce them straight away um, they just start like, beating them on the Dudleys and what i noticed with this match is that we have matches like you know ladder matches, T.O.C. matches, or things like tables or stuff. Um, they kind of have a bit of a wrestling match to begin with to kind of wear, you know, kind of wear one person down, and then start bringing the hardcore elements. And that doesn't happen here um, at the beginning. Hardy start attacking the Dudleys. Christian used the opportunity to drop the chairs, but they don't use them. From the, the Hardy kind of focus straight on as Christian as well. Um, and there's one really, it goes very brutal, very quickly. This match. Because uh, there's one bit where um, at the very beginning that, like Jeff throws a chair above away. Um The behinders go for the poetry and motion, but chair, uh, Jeff gets that chair thrown back at him. Are uh, you trying to surprise him when it went very brutal very quickly?
1: Well, I no, because I, I guess that was just kind of the style at the time. Like I feel like I, I, if I don't, I don't remember them kind of going gradual into those in their other matches, I, mean, I, I kind of feel like that was just what they did it just kind of went full bore with the um with the violence stuff i don't know if you've if you've seen the other ones recently if if maybe my memory is incorrect about that but i just kind of feel like these matches were all about you know doing the big stunts and getting the crowd um just excited about the big moves and there wasn't really a whole lot you know of anything else, you know, storytelling or kind of building to bigger things or I guess they were building to bigger stunts and bigger, you know, in some of the big spots toward the end of the match, but it was sort of like this was just kind of like a um you know a stunt show for lack of a better
0: term. Yeah. Um uh, D one gets involved and gets where well, you get hit by of split and then um I drop Toto onto a chair by Edge. Um Edward's on the ladder but he gets censored by Bubba um and this went stop but was like the first one tried to, try to climb up the ladder, but he gets power bomb off by the Hardys um The game hits hardies to win kind of makes sense because from the home uh, from the home state because he, he's like not oh, afraid the Hardys to win um De the Matt at one point climbing separate ladders, but um, Ed to uh Ed reminds against that and there's one another boot a bit where um, Christian climbs up one ladder, Bubba goes after him, and then he hits the bubble bomb and Christian sent you know, on onto the right to the mat, and that must have hurt. Yeah,
1: that one was uh, – that that was a big impact there. Um, uh, that was definitely uh, you know, noteworthy in, um, in the brutality. Uh, quick question. I actually thought, uh, based on the crowd reactions, it's kind of hard – it's always hard to tell a little bit, that actually I felt like the Dudleys were getting a bigger reaction from the crowd than the Hardys. Did you feel that way or – It's,
0: it's kind, of, kind of a bit of both because they were both faces at the time. And, and right. Um, I know. I mean, I've had I've had podcasts with people like Joe Drainon and, and sorry Paul, and you no, know, one thing no was talking about is that triple face, triple face matches need to be like um, two heels of a baby face, effectively. Um, so it's a bit different that way because I think a lot of they love the Dudley because kind of the brutal things they were doing. I mean they loved it. They loved it when they got the tables out and all that. So that kind of what made them become face. And obviously they're going for the Hardys because that they their hometown boy because. I don't remember these the stage, but I think Cam is like about, about thirty, forty miles away from Wally. Um, so you got, so it's kind of humid because the trials like obviously. I think I think the trials don't want Edricsson to win because they're they're the heels. They've done, and you get to notice that later on in the match when Sawtooth comes out and it's just by them by themselves, the trials are booing. So it is kind of a weird feeling the kind of the trial are because. You spend them to cheer the Hardy, but also the Dudleys are
1: faces. And... Sure, I just felt like it. I, it just seemed like I mean, obviously, yeah, the Dudleys are faces, so I expected them to get cheered too. But it felt like the Dudleys got noticeably bigger reaction than yeah. the Hardy. And, and you know, I and, and I guess most of it was when they were setting up the tables. You yeah. know, which obviously is their signature thing, and, and that the crowd would go crazy for that. But even at the end, when they were teasing Bubba, you know, climbing up and winning. I felt like that was one of the bigger reactions that anybody got. And, and the Hardys, you know, people were cheering, but it just felt like um, the Deadlies were a little bit more over, even though, you know, they were obviously in the
0: Hardys, um, you know, backyard. Yeah. Um, yeah, another, like, quite um, right after the bubble bomb, there's one bit where um, they have, like, two lads in a seesaw position in the corner. Um, I, think, I think the ladder just fell down, and one kind of pleasant over um, it's like, like the Chekhov's gun thing, he sets it up and then so you know it's gonna happen eventually. Um and then Jeff climbs up a ladder and then Ed pulls him off onto the ladder and the ladder flips up and just hit Matt in the face and I'm like, Oh, that must have hurt. I know he had his arms in the way, but it still looked like oh wow, that must have hurt.
1: Yeah, that that looked nasty and the fall on um uh the the fall that Jeff take took looked pretty bad too.
0: Yeah. Um interesting get the chair to go for the concerto but the mid, he uh depth and hit each other. Um and then Bubba hits them both with um with a ladder. And then um the Duddy Boys did a move where the scoop slap uh, Bubba scoop slides one guy and then uh, David does a headbutt to the that guy's drawing. Uh the um, at that time in two thousand they had the Budweiser at ad- with the what's up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit weird because um in the UK those uh, those advers didn't come up until a bit later on. And my so my first weapon of the world Up was, was was Scary because they kind of parody that. And okay. Then, so I didn't know what the Duddies do so was just something they did and then Scary Movie did it and then I found out from there from the Budweiser adverts. Um sorry side side there. Um Duddy Boys um get the tables and then they set one up and then put uh Christian three one front the three D, which is probably one of my favourite tattoo movie moves ever. Yeah. Um then the get more tables, and then uh, it's back to the whole like Chekhov's gun kind of thing because those are two tables set outside by the aisle, but they put two more on top, so you've got four tables, and then and they try to um, powerbomb Jeff from the wing through the tables. Um, but uh, Edge hits Bubba uh way in the back of a chair, and then hits both of them in the head, they're like, ow, <laughs> that hurt. Yeah. Um,
1: in but, retrospect, they may have been smarter to go for the win instead of stacking up the uh,
0: tables on top of yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's one of the things, like, um, it's so weird watching Wes or something because you see some bit and you, you think about realistically. It's like going, why are you doing that? And then, but you see, like, in the match, go, oh, you know, you're thinking, if you're analysing the match, you go, oh, yeah, I see why they did it if you can like, we just think like, why are you doing this? Because one thing that always bugs me is, um, one thing when members was doing the Street Podcast is that when they're trying to put someone through a table, they would go to the top and then go in the monitors. And they go to, What is it? if you keep the monitors there, that would hurt them more. And I get why they're doing it in terms of safety. But, you know, in terms of real life, you're like, well, the, what the monitors help you if you on them through them? But it's one of those uh, weird to get with wrestling i suppose
1: yeah I, I guess i'm used to that one enough that it's just i i kind of accept it I, but obviously yeah I, I, that completely makes sense um yeah i i thought that the um the wrestlemania ladder match like had a lot of problems with um like guys setting up stuff rather than like doing something that kind of made sense yeah um this match didn't really have that nearly as much they they were kind of smarter Well, first of all they, the weapons were like much more readily available yeah. than in that match so that, that was helpful um, this would be like the only time where I kind of thought oh you know probably would have been smart to go for the win but yeah. they did sort of set up Jeff for that power you know they, they did sort of tease that at least a little bit so you're at least okay this is, this is what they were going for it yeah. kind of made sense for them to do that um, maybe a little bit more convoluted than it needed to be but it wasn't you know it wasn't egregious yeah
0: um Mahoney comes back into play, hits a trick of fate and edge, and then does a leg drop on him off a ladder. Um, then, um, Diaz does a move, he did it at No Mercy when he's doing a leg drop, but he starts on the turnbuckle, he uses the top of the ladder to kind of, like, propel himself over it, and then does, does the leg drop. And that oh, all, oh, yeah, i I figured I it at TLC too, but I always liked the way he did it. It's just a really visually spectacular move to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, Matt uh pretty much puts uh, Edge into like the middle of the ladder, and starts like whacking him with it, and then he throws Christian off the turnbuckle onto that ladder. Um and then there's a bit where um similar to what happened at WrestleMania sixteen where um Bubba's on the table, he don't you don't see how Bubba got to the table. Um but Jeff's on top of this twenty foot ladder, it's gonna go for Swan to send Bubba through the table through the table. I'm thinking Bubba was had must have thought, I'm not going through that again. He moves out the way and yeah. Jeff crashes through and you know, it was like ooh kind of thing. Well, there's a lot there's a lot of people going through tables and you think that's from such great heights as well. You're like that I know it's like I know you kind of planned it but it must still hurt. Yeah. You know,
1: I when they were going through the spots, it made me wonder what they thought about Shane McMahon having that big fall earlier in the show, yeah. uh you know, in the Steve Blackman match. Which you I mean? It didn't affect the reaction to any of this, so it probably didn't matter that much. But I, 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 would like if I were those guys, I might, you know, um, feel like okay, Shane's kind of stealing our thunder, and he's not like a full time guy. You know, he's not a guy who has to like yeah. go in and out and, and, and deal with the pain of, of you know he can take months off and heal up or, or whatever. And you know, like I said, it pride really didn't matter that much, but it, it that was what kind of what I was thinking. You know, um, and the crowd was. You know, invested in this anyway, so it wasn't a problem, but I could see it like being a problem with the wrong crowd or, or what have you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I see you probably about Shimmerman. I know I know, you're not the biggest Shimmerman fan, I've kind of liked him. I always have been. Yeah, uh, well, no,
1: I mean, I I mean, what they did accomplished the goal that they accomplished. I, oh, yeah. I'm not trying to, yeah, I, I'm not slagging Shane so much here, but you, but you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, but I think with, with that bit, because that was like too much beforehand, to to barely watch everything in between the two. But, yes, it, well, Shane was great, but he landed pretty much on cardboard boxes. They're going through actual table to the floor. I know the is sure. padded, but it's going to hurt more to go through cardboard boxes. Um, so with that now, um, so you think like well, Jeff's out? He's gone. That's it. Yeah. Um, I um,
1: one thing that I thought was um, like they when they entered before they show Jeff getting on the table, like you see Matt in the ring and he's kind of like about to lift up the ladder, yeah. And then he realizes what Jeff is about to do, and you see him sort of like set the ladder down. Yeah. So obviously that was a shot they didn't want to have, and then like. After it was done, like Matt,
0: like doesn't
1: bother to check on his brother at all. No, he grabs
0: the ladder that Jeff has has, used and brings it into the wing. It's like, oh, I'm I'm sure Jeff's fine, (laughs) kind of thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. I, I just
1: like and, and. I thought that Lawler and Ross, uh, you know, I maybe I think it was Ross who's was was just like, you know, just like Matt knows he needs to get to the, you know, he needs to go and win the match, but I was just kind of like, like in almost any other context, they would have, they really, they would have done something for Matt, like checked on his brother and made sure he was okay. And I think that's kind of like a, you know, like something maybe you think through a little bit and, and add to it. I, I get that, you know, I, that this isn't exactly what this is about, but at the same time, I, I kind of feel like that's like uh, you know a small emotional link that you can add and and is probably helpful to the match.
0: Yeah, I think it would be helpful to because they're brothers. I know Ed and Trish are brothers in inverted commas here, but you've got sure. something like where he's, he's got oh crap, goes to checking him, and then let's say like Ed Trish is like sliding, and he, I think it's like okay, we brothers, but brothers, you know, brothers are, looks okay. I didn't stop them from winning the match. He's kind of torn. In a way a Tony between like looking at Mr. Bubba's okay but making sure they don't win the match um, yeah
1: you, you just have a second of him checking and then Matt or Jeff like waving his arm or something yeah. and then you know that that, yeah. that would have added a little bit to it but
0: yeah um so well talking about the 20 foot ladder that Jeff just used uh, Matt brings that in um you just briefly see Ed hit bob away in the chair again to the head uh, on the outside and he to slide in um, and now you get to the bit where you get four guys on, on one ladder. You got Ed and Dev D1 on one side, and Christian and Emma on the other. Uh Tristan hits his um, reverse DDT to send them both off one side, and then I don't know what Edge or Dev D1 did. They kind of just went. I just saw them sort of off the ladder, so I presume one must have pulled. You know, tried to put. They kind of pulled each other off. So everyone's down. Um, did you see what they did there? With Edge. Uh, I think Edge sort of dropped Devon's neck on the ropes. Oh, okay, um, Bubba gets up with a completely good-looking as what, and one thing that the JL says when I found quite funny is like Bubba doesn't know where it's in North Carolina, North Dakota. Um, Bubba starts to climb the ladder. Um, Edge should stop that by tilting the ladder, and um, those four tables that they start, that the dudgy stuff up earlier goes back to hold them because Bubba goes crashing through them.
1: Yeah, that was a uh, you know of all the high spots, that was probably the most impressive one. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's the most difficult one, but certainly, you know, Bubba got that size and um, able. Well, actually, you know what? There's there's one afterward that it might even be more impressive, but but yeah. this is certainly up
0: there. Yeah, I mean, I think with that one, when you no know, watching again, it looked it looked to me like Bubba came quite close to missing the whole thing completely. I mean, it's just momentum. It looked like he was going to completely miss the table, but obviously he hits them, but he hits him right near the far end of it, not like in the middle. Right. Um, so, um, Ed and Trish then climb the ladder, and the trial is completely booing. Uh, but luckily, uh, Lita, who is now with the Hardys, um, wants in to save the day. Uh, she tilts the ladder and sends Ed and onto the top rope um then go that side encourages matt to climb the ladder um there's not a lot of tilting in this because um uh, devon comes in and tilts the ladder when matt's on it and he goes flying through two tables that were set up earlier uh before i'm sure before the match uh that were on the outside and uh, was that the bit you were talking about
1: yeah i mean the fact that he had to fall backward on that one you know without kind of being able to see it and yeah. um I, I think the, the degree of difficulty there is even is even bigger just because at least Bubba can kinda of guide himself and kinda of see where he's going while well, Matt yeah. like was almost you know blind there.
0: Yeah. Um Lita I don't know if it goes, and the if he goes check and match on Matt. Matt. Edge has to become a dick and spears Lita, which looked really bad because to me it, it looked to me as if um Lita came very close to him her head on the ladder.
1: Oh she definitely hit her head on the ladder, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um JR calls Edge Edge a son of a bitch for doing it. Because yeah. um, apparently um, Jim Wasp is not really a fan of men and women wrestling each other. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I, so. I,
1: that's right. I, he had that pod. I haven't actually listened to that podcast, but I heard uh, you know a few things about it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, maybe maybe the injury that Lita received there in the head is what led to her falling in love with Edge later. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she associates that moment, you know, and it's yeah. like you know it. it, it Completely changed your destiny, you know?
0: Yeah, well, um, I watched a video it's, it took a while, but yeah. I mean I watched a video on YouTube about um, you kind some of conversations apparently um, at the bottom you kind of you kind of see what's actually being said. And when Ed does do that, he, I think he really he did it a bit too hard. Yeah. Um and he he he, he go fuck I'm sorry kind <laughs> of thing. he did look I mean I spirit to anyone looks bru, bru-, bru- brucible, but to do it, a man doing to a woman on the outside and a head banging up the ladder did did kind of do it like, ooh, that had to hurt kind of thing. Sure. Um with that now, um Jeff Jeff who is luckily is alive, uh starts to climb the ladder, so there's on Um and they both grabbed the ropes hanging onto the belts. But Edge then moves the ladder. Uh, so they're both now hanging up in the air. In the air. Uh, Jeff managed to kick Demon off, but Edge and Christian throws the ladder at Jeff. So he's down. Yeah. Um, Edge and Christian then climb the ladder to grab the belts and win the match. And that's it. Um, are you... One thing that surprised me, at the time, I thought, well, okay, Holly's going to win this. They're, like, they're, they're probably like the moment one face tag team in the WWF is in their home state. They'll win this and they don't. <laughs> Do you
1: find that very surprising watching it at the time? Yeah, That I was surprised at the time. That seems like an odd decision, even in retrospect. I mean, it's not like the biggest deal. They, they won them in, didn't they win them in a cage match soon after? Yeah, they afterward? won them at, uh,
0: at oh in a cage match.
1: Right. Um, and then they kind of had the shenanigans with the conquistadors, and, yeah. and Edge and Christian got them back and then lost them to the Dudleys, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know they bounced around a bit here and there, too, um, beyond that. But but those were the major changes anyway. um, So... um yeah, I, I no, it was a surprise. I would have figured, yeah, it would make kind of made sense for the Hardys to win there. Um, I, I mean, I don't think it was – it didn't, like, kill the town or anything, but it wasn't like Road Warriors and the Horsemen in Chicago. But, um, but yes, in retrospect, you would think they would want to kind of give them the win, especially since Edge and Christian won the first one. Because I, I, mean, I think one thing that, like, the, the, the three matches, you know, are, are kind of lacking is, like, they're obviously exciting and they did do a lot to get the, the all six guys um, much more popular with the crowd. Although yeah. kind of what kind of where that went after that was kind of mixed, but at least at the time it certainly, you know, they were among the more popular acts in the company.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but there wasn't really any like storyline momentum um, from no. it. And I guess part part yeah. of that is, is because Edge and Christian won each time. But by the end, by the third one, it's you know, the WrestleMania 17 one. You know when Ed and christian went again it's like okay well we just had something exciting but no one really like i don't know it just kind of felt like we're sort of in the same spot we were in in a year ago and there's not much you know um there aren't necessarily greater things happening you know yeah i mean it's yeah, i
0: don't know if because you yeah, know a lot of the like three you know matches that big matches out between the freedom out of westman 60 then Slam and then West 17 yeah. Ed Christian win each one, I and mean, that's twice... I wasn't better one, that each one to win. one, each, I think it would have been that. But, you thought, okay, Ed Christian won two to one, surely they know. Or, is it Ed, you know, the Dodgers and Hardys would do everything to make sure they don't win it, and perhaps it would kind of be a bit cathartic for one of them to win at West 17 because in that one, the Duddies are the champion, but is going to win. Oh, that's
1: right, yeah, they'd won the belts by then, yeah, then they yeah. lose it to Ed and Christian. Yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it, it's just sort of odd. Like it would kind of make sense if they had like bigger plans for edge and Christian. Like if they were like, all right, now they're going to be a main event tag team and yeah. you know, they're going to be our top heels, but that didn't happen, obviously. And yeah. I thought I, not that I necessarily should have, but it definitely wasn't, you know, their plan. Um, I think they got like destroyed by the undertaker and Kane like two weeks later. So, um, yeah. so it was just sort of like, um, it, you know, like obviously that like, they were exciting matches and like the TLC, um, I mean, that's a format WWE does to this day, obviously they have a pay-per-view for it. So it's still, yeah. they're, they're important matches in, in, in terms of just, um, creating a genre within WWE, you know, essentially, or, or, um, maybe expanding it rather than creating it. But, um, so, so, so in that respect, yeah, but, uh, you know, and, and they did certainly, um, Help all six guys progress in their careers, but you know maybe not as much as you might have thought. Like after this match happened, like he kind of figured, like okay, these this is like the next generation of got you know. Um, and you know it, it it happened for Edge, but it you know took another uh, four or five years before he really made it. Um, yeah. Jeff Hardy too, although you know he had obviously like there was mitigating circumstances there. And, you know, the other guys had pretty good careers. Christian, probably the best out of the rest of them. Uh, You know, and I, um, Bubba Ray's obviously doing real well in TNA, but, um, you know, it it wasn't quite like, I guess maybe they kind of ran into the glass ceiling a little bit to a certain extent. Maybe not through, you know, maybe just of a, not having the best ideas for them after this, um, you know, kind of a now what situation. But, um, you know.
0: But uh, you know they're exciting matches. Yeah, they are. I mean, um, I think out of the the, the two TLC matches that I have in this one and WrestleMania 17, is the one that you enjoy more. I, I think
1: this one I enjoy more. I you know there there's more to it. Um, it's you know it's it's a little crazy. It's a little zanier. Um, the uh, I don't know the the 17 one seems a little bit short,
0: maybe, and yeah. they
1: don't. Th- there's obviously the the edge spear from the tall ladder on Jeff who's you know hanging with the belt um that but other than that spot in that match there's nothing really there, there's nothing that big in in that match that doesn't happen here that, that I yeah can
0: that's what I noticed I mean um because after, after watch this this I watched TLC2 as well I know a lot yeah, I did similar same. Bits. yeah. Um, it is a bit different because um at that time they had like each team has someone else with them. So, obviously, the Dudley had Spike, um, Edson Trish had Rhino, and then, obviously, had Leader. So, they kind of all came in to help as well, for made a difference. Um, and I was, one bit I remember is, um, obviously, when Spike comes in, he starts doing the Dudley Bulldog, it does the Trish and sending them both through the table outside. I thought, I like that bit of it. But, um I me mean, personally, I like TLC2 more because it did. It's one of the where I, I actually watched that live and I was just out of my seat going, wow, what is, this is amazing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's different for me because I very rarely watch people's lives because cause of the time and the fact it's not readily available. So, but that one, I was actually had a friend watching in WrestleMania live. And
1: okay, yeah. So,
0: it would probably that's probably one of the things, I mean, for me, WrestleMania 8, I love because that's the first ever event I, I ever watched. So, that's a bit like further place in my heart. So, I would, be, I would be like biased towards it kind of thing. Well, of course. Um, well, that's been a lot uh, um, So, Jason, where can we find you on the internet? Um,
1: well, I uh, my website is uh, wrestlespective dot com, and uh, my podcast, pretty similar to your podcast, actually. I. Um, Go through um, previous matches, usually pay-per-view main events, and I have a guest each time, and we just chat about uh, the match and uh, the feuds surrounding it, and uh, the promotion of the time period, and you know pretty much anything that uh, might be of interest to people. Um, you can follow me on Twitter um, at Wrestlespective. I uh, also have a Facebook page. You basically you Google Wrestlespective, and you find everything that you uh, that you need on me.
0: Yeah, um, and for me, you the podcast is on Um I haven't done enough for a street podcast, but I'm going to hopefully get this onto iTunes feed over the next week or so. Um, if you want to look on my blog, it's lowdownwestern.blogspot.com. With that, it's just pretty much this pay-per-view uh, reviews that I'm doing at the minute. Uh, at the time of this, I, I should be getting up, even though it's two weeks after it's finished. I will put a extreme rules up to um, get at all sorts as well. Um and that's it. So Jason, very much, thank you very much for being on the show again.
1: Oh, uh, thank you very much for inviting me. I appreciate it, it was fun.
0: Yeah, and hopefully the next one that I'll be with Joe Drill for the What and Renewal podcast and we'll be talking about the Foley Walk I Crit match from Royal uh, Royal Woodman nineteen ninety nine. So oh, okay. till then, uh, thank you very much for being on the show and goodbye. Alright, thank you.